for us to be here and, and I don't completely know it, then I'm like, you know, the average person's not going to know anything. Fair enough. Um, so don't sell yourself short that way is, is what I'm encouraging you. Okay. You're like me. You've always had the desire to do more. And deep inside, you've known there's a way and a possibility for you to achieve your dreams, the lifestyle, and achieve the freedom you've always wanted. Because we have what it takes to get things done and learn from others and get the mindset to achieve the dreams we've always wanted. Welcome to SB Warriors. Hey guys, today's a little bit of a different podcast than what we normally do. And so I ended up doing a strategy call with Mark Sims and we were breaking down some of the ideas that was holding him back from actually starting his fitness business. And once we dove into some of his limiting beliefs, we then broke down some strategies in part two, going over what he can do to start implementing a business to start getting the clients that he actually wants. So let's get into part one today. Thanks for listening. Hey, what's up, guys? Today I'm here with Mark Sims. We're going to talk about some cool stuff about starting off in a possible business opportunities. That sound right? Yes, sir. Awesome, awesome. So right now you're you're pretty much um, a little bit of background on yourself, if I understand correctly. You're you're into the fitness area personally, but you're trying to figure out where you should gravitate for a possible business opportunity. Yeah, that sounds uh, exactly right. Actually, I guess the first thing I would kind of would want to know is um, as you're starting in this space. You, you do not have any outside like income coming in as a business, but you're looking to do that. Yes. Right now I have nothing going on on my own. It's just been a, something I've been considering and want to know how to kind of make this work if I was to pursue something. Okay. And um, as far as like your background, you and your family, it, in like business opportunities, things that you've done, have you ever, like are you familiar with the local space, MLM, uh, affiliate? like? What kind of things have you heard of that have interested you? As far as, uh, you mean for marketing or you mean just in general? As far like, as, the- as, as possible ways to make money. So I think, first of all, if, if we both agree that in order to make money, you have to sell something. Agreed. Okay. So we're under the premise that you have to sell something, whether it's a service, whether it's a product, whether it's um, information. Yourself. Yeah, something. Right. Okay. Exchange of value of something. Um, so with that, are you have you aligned yourself with any particular way of doing that or are you still kind of looking for a way to do it um right now that's kind of what i'm looking to do obviously especially in the fitness world the most common thing you see nowadays is everyone's a fitness instructor and they blast their ig to get people to sign up and now show you how i get to look like this and blah 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 blah. and yeah so I, i don't have any uh real ideas on how to kind of execute any type of plan like that, but that's the most common thing I see is just fitness instructor, nutrition specialist, things of that nature. Now, would you want to be a fitness instructor slash coach? Uh, definitely a consideration. Uh, I have no reason not to. Um, I just need to make sure it's something that I see myself doing for the long, long haul. Okay. So now, and there's nothing wrong with having short-term goals and long-term goals. One of the things I will I will say is if if you model like you do like so I always tell people like because I, I love fitness too so I always tell people like hey like hey I want to look like this so you I say train like that athlete right like you want to look like a you want to look like a Olympic runner you know do what Olympic runners do yeah sounds simple oversimplified but the same thing I think is true in business where if you know like hey I kind of want to have this lifestyle I kind of want to have this um, 
these uh, ability to do X, Y, and Z, that you can also do the same. So whether it's open a storefront, whether it's um, have set your own hours, whether it's you have one-on-one -on -one clients, whether you're sitting behind a computer, whether you're one-on-one -on -one hands-on, do you have a preference which way you'd like to be? All of the above sounds so good. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ideally, I, I, I think I take most success with that one-on-one -on -one interaction. Without um, or with? With. With. So you with. want one-on-one? -on -one. Um, I, I think that's where I, I'm, I'm one of those types of people that kind of get invested and uh, care about you know everyone at the individual level. So I, I definitely see how I, that could be where I shine. Um, I'm not opposed to anything else that you've mentioned. Though. Those are all great opportunities for success and for in a, in a field like this, it's just one-on-one -on -one is probably where I see myself starting at least. Okay, and then potentially scaling it to an info product perhaps to go one-on-many? Exactly. Because the way I really believe in, in order to make um, money, it's like if you got 50 cents from you know a quarter of the U.S. population, would you be happy? Yeah. Especially yeah. at 300 million yeah. people in the U.S. I, yeah, right? I, I can figure it out. <laughs> so, so, but, and so the, uh, when you're doing one-on-one, your, your, your income is based on how many people you can get into your, into your fitness world. If that was the case, it was fitness. Yeah. So if we were to say, okay, let's consider fitness as a means, um, what would be some of a niche area that you would differentiate yourself from the marketplace? And I think that's what I struggle with. Um, at the end of the day, the first thing I'd have to fall back on is kind of my athletic background. Um, so I, I know a lot of uh, personal trainers on Instagram um, don't necessarily have, uh, aside from their fitness training and a lot of CrossFitters and things like that, but I actually was able to compete collegially and all through high school at sports. So um, I think offering that that kind of different type of workouts and different type of um, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for, uh, like how to explain it. But. it. It sounds like it's an alternative. Yeah, just, just, just this uh, stereotypical show up, do this. Because it's easy, right? Um, it's easy right now because you have a lot of things that are popular, which is CrossFit. Exactly. Um, people who have traditionally done just lifting. Um, but then someone who has collegiate experience has a different mindset and, and training ability than a person who's never competed in any of these uh any of these sports whatsoever agreed so the question i always say and what we're, we're taught is if you can find a hungry buying audience people who are readily looking for a solution so and, and on one turn when you niche down you kind of you're able to identify exactly who you're willing to work for and possibly charge more but on the flip side you also are turning down a huge segment of the population who is already you know probably looking for solutions as well so there's pros and cons to each, and it like do you see yourself working with like uh, you know women, men, people who are trying to enter sports, people um, you know like certain age category? Have you defined any of that? Uh, at the moment, no, and I would prefer more of like a catch-all because kind of the mindset and work ethic and all that that people I think a lot of people are missing in. When it, especially when it comes to fitness and achieving fitness and health goals and all that other stuff. It's just the proper mindset, the proper formula, the proper layout. So um, the things I, I, I could see myself kind of helping people do can be applied to men, women, young, old, people that are going into sports, people that aren't going into sports. Um, so yeah, nothing specific. Nothing specific. Okay. Um, I'm going to encourage you to get maybe a little bit niche down or specific because 
if you end up working with certain types of people, you'll notice that um, some people have better habits and you would almost work for them for free and other people you would you want to fire them and you don't care how much money they give you and you still you're like you're like this person sucks to work yeah. for. Yeah. So if you can kind of go, hey, this person like what kind of characteristics would you say that person has? As far as who's who would be looking for services I could offer? Not who the services you could offer, but who's the person you'd be willing to work with? Someone that has a clear cut goal in mind as far as what their fitness goals are or whatever it is and someone that's willing to kind of just put in the hours and dedication to kind of get their goals so when you say put in the hours um, what does that really mean to you because if say your average person who can afford your services um, most likely people who have money are tend to be a little bit older demographic they mm -hmm. tend to be a working person um, they might even be a parent and if that's the case um, they're they're gonna be limited in their hours but you're out there understand they also have less flexibility. Mm -hmm. um, so in your mind, they would, would have a certain work ethic. Is that how you would put it? Uh, yes. The, the work ethic is important. I mean, if you're going to do anything, it's worth doing right the first time around. Um, but as far as hours, it doesn't just, you know, it doesn't have to correlate to hours with me or hours in the gym. Um, it could be hours everywhere that's still working towards the goal you know whether it's uh if we're talking about fitness specifically if we set up this plan and this idea and this we have this goal then yeah they may be limited to hours they can put in the actual gym but they're not limited to what kind of food they put in their body all day long okay so there's that, that's someone i, I don't want to you know i i think everyone can agree you're not going to work with someone who yeah they have a goal but they don't do anything to work towards that goal so if it's a fitness person or a person who's interested in the fitness world, do you think it's a person who has challenges with maintaining or trying to reach a higher level that you would kind of want to work with? I would probably want to work with the people kind of starting out their journey. Uh, those are the people that I think just need the experience. Um, once anyone's kind of a seasoned kind of fitness person, if you want to say, um, I, I think they can really that that's where that bio-individuality kind of comes into play and people can then start this walk on their own and start their fitness journey and see how, you know, okay, this is what was working for me, this is how I got started, and they can start fine-tuning things. But a lot of people just don't know what to do. You see everyone that show up to the gym and, oh, well, to get, to get the body I want, I need to bench press or I need to do a million crunches or I need to, they're just misguided. So I, I think I'd really like to help that, that entry-level kind of person who wants to start their journey, kind of get them on track. Okay, so if a um, guy or girl wants to start their fitness journey, um, someone who's, who's not only going to say they want to do something, but they're actually going to put in the effort, not only on the field with you, but off the field and their diet, um, whatever follow-up program you have yeah, for them. lifestyle, exactly. Okay, so now if, if money is an issue, which we're, you know, we all like to make some money, you would probably, my guess, I'm guessing here, is that you would probably want to tailor it towards someone who has a certain income level at least because an 18 year old who's just starting off with fitness isn't going to have the same financial means uh, from uh say a certain economic background versus a you know again a 45 year old who's working a six-figure job mm -hmm. um, but both are going to have new experiences now it doesn't mean you can't reach out and work with both the 18 year old with no money would might be more of a uh, what do you say? Not a monetary reward, but of a psychological, yeah. uh, you know, like you're giving back to kind of thing. So are you open to working with both? Yes. 
<laughs> no, I think that's awesome because most people don't. And there's a couple ways you can do that. And and if you have the ability to to broaden your horizon, a process, would you across more people? Would you want to do it through a video training? Would you want to do it um, possibly one on one? Or if you, if you go direct one to one, you have the ability to then touch them, feel them, tell them what to do. But then the advantage of a video is, hey, new guy, you can be in one state and that person's in another state and you're gaining your information, your knowledge. If I'm kind of thinking about big picture, I think it would make sense to also be able to do both. Um, if you offer the services and you can meet with these people one-on-one, -on -one, that, that offers more opportunity for them, yourself, like you said, um, there's experiences that, that they won't get through video. Um, but then also the video service or even just an online you know, pro programming for people that, that, that opens the door to be able to help out and just reach so much, much more people. So if you can close your eyes and go, hey, I had to wake up today, uh, what would your day look like? Uh, normal day off for me, let's see. Well, a day where you were actually working for helping people achieve their fitness level who are basically, they're newer, um, like what would that look like to you? I, I guess the way I would envision it would be obviously waking up, doing my own thing first, obviously make sure I'm ready to go for the day, breakfast, stretching out, doing the things I like to do for my morning routines. Um, and if I had a, a means of being in contact with people online, answering emails, whether it be uh, seeing, seeing what I have for you know, people reaching out with just fitness questions, health questions. Um, and then I think I would like right away just to be at the gym with people, with, with someone. So could you imagine yourself going, uh, you have to travel from multiple locations. So like, hey, I gotta go to this park by 11 o'clock and then I have to go to this gym by this time. Or would you kind of foresee yourself, like you said, you're at home, you're maybe answering stuff, questions online first, and then you're possibly meeting people. Did I hear you say that correctly? Yeah, um, in a perfect world. I, like I said, wake up, do all that. Emails and all that I think is kind of the way to start the day so you know what's expected. In a perfect world, I would love to go to a facility that I own or something. And, and from there, I mean, I, I think these fitness places that uh, that have been coming up are, are the biggest way to reach a large group of audience, or a large group of people. And then the people that come through the doors, you know what their goals are. No one's going to walk into a fitness place and ask, you know, where's the cheeseburger? Or, you know, um, so <laughs> you know exactly what they want when they come in. So I, I think me just making myself available to them, I think a, a facility would be the best way. A facility is you can, it, it, it then um, strengthens what I'm trying to do as far as I can bring other people on, other coaches, other members, other fitness people, other nutritionists, and just have this service available to the general population or the community that I'm in. Um, and then from there, uh, once I go there and I can, you know, either work one-on-one -on -one with people or just facilitate uh, group classes, um, whether it be a weight room as well, I can also um, substitute that with uh, answering more online questions, helping people uh, create workout programs for them if they're not in-state or in-town. Um, yeah. So, can I ask a question? And this is kind of like a Tony Robbins thing. Um, I hope you're okay with this. It, he'll say, like, you already have the ability to do exactly what you're talking about doing. Would you agree with that? Yes. Minus the physical location. Yes. Okay, I was going to say, yeah. Yes, but, but not, I don't have a place I can go to and, now, you know, I don't could, have people working, so yeah. I, could, 
could you create a program for your ideal customer by going to uh, an open field? Yes, uh, it becomes limited, and you start you start uh, having to cater specifically towards um, I think who you're working with, and um, like a weight loss versus a strength. Kind yeah, of thing. exactly. Okay. You start catering a little bit more, and then uh, it does require you to be a bit more mobile with you know bringing the equipment. So it, it does limit a lot of things you can do. But at the end of the day, if if they have a goal and, and there's a way to make them achieve their goal through, you know, meeting at a park and coming up with a series of uh, calisthenics or exercises or anything that in between from running, jumping piles, and it works, then I, there's no objection there with. So if you can get a core group of three to ten people to follow your program, do you think you can get them results? Yes. How long do you think it would take you to get them results? Now, and, I, and I'm not quantifying those results. No, no, yeah, I was going to say that. I, to answer that question, we'd have to decide what their results are. Is there are the results, you know, lose five pounds in a month? Are there pounds to be able to run a mile without walking? Are there results to, you know, go up and down their stairs better? Um, whatever it is, the answer I, I think would be yes. But we, with every person individually, we'd have to see what they're actually asking and how would we obtain it. I can't say, hey, you do this you're immediately gonna run a five minute mile, you're gonna be able to bench the world. Right. But everyone will see results at their own pace. So yes, they will see results. Yes. It's just um, whether long-term goals to reach that in, in a short amount of time or not. Yeah. And the reason why I ask is because uh, one of the things that try to help people understand is that you can be doing this and if you're open to it, like we're kind of strategizing like, okay, how can we implement this? So you don't have a physical location for, for an actual gym. It sounds like you would like to have your own your own place. Um, if I'm kind of extrapolating what I'm gathering from you, and you'd want people to come there and after be able to have the ability to train them in a good facility, as well as augment that training with proper nutrition, guidance, and education. Yes. Okay. So now that is your skill set is different from the marketplace, but what we said isn't different from what's going on currently in the fitness space. Is there something you would kind of like to, a certain thing that you've noticed that you would tend to pull out more or push more in the fitness niche that would kind of help make you stand out? I'm, and I'm sure if I had a long, you know, a few hours to think about this, yeah, but I mean, me downplaying it and what I've done in the past, I can't think of anything immediately that stands out. Okay, well, here's the thing. The thing, and I always short sell the things that we do, it's normal to you but it's not normal to everybody else. Sure. And so don't minimize your your what your training brings because there's so many people who don't know it, even people within the fitness world. Like there's stuff that you do, and I consider myself um, pretty athletic. There's stuff that you do. I'm like, well, I, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like for us to be here and, and I don't completely know it, then I'm like, the average person's not going to know anything. Fair enough. Um, so don't sell yourself short that way is, is what I'm encouraging you. Okay. So if you're open to it, then why not create a, a challenge? We're going to stop the strategy call right here. And then in the next episode, we're going to get into traffic generation ideas for ways for fitnesspreneurs to get more business. And so you want to go ahead and go to the next episode and stay tuned and listen to the rest of the episode. Thanks a lot. 
Hey, SB Warriors, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you like more help to grow your business, you're going to want to participate in the 21-Day Business Challenge, where we're going to show you how to use video advertising to grow your business in your area for your niche and help you get more customers and outreach than television. This is an amazing opportunity. We're going to do it in 21 days, and we'll take you through a complete process that will absolutely blow your mind. Also, if you like today's show, we ask that you leave feedback review on iTunes so we can help grow the show to other business owners just like you. And if you're looking to get more tips and tricks and insights, feel free to join our Facebook group where we share information about how to grow your business in today's internet marketing world and help you gain more customers with insights from other business owners just like you. Thanks again, SB Warriors, and keep pushing.